0: Hello and welcome to the Video Games Podcast. This week on the show, we have a review of the current PlayStation exclusive, Fist, or Forged in Shadow Torch. Full transparency review code was provided for PlayStation 5, so a big thank you from that team. But more importantly, as with all other reviews and codes provided, the end result is still going to be honesty, but take it with a grain of salt if you prefer. And without out of the way, let's talk about the game. Fist. Fist Is a 2.5D Metroidvania that proudly wears its influences on its sleeve. It has everything that you could ask for in a Metroidvania with its exploration, power unlocks, boss battles, collectibles, and much more. There is a reason though that Metroidvanias are their own genre, and it's because people love them and gamers are constantly looking for the next great one to rise above the rest. And despite the litany of entries, over the past decade as people have hungered for new experiences, only a few have managed to break through to the next. level. Success stories that come to mind include Ori and the Blind Forest, Shadow Complex and Hollow Knight. I think it would be safe to add Fist to this list of breakthrough metroidvanias and the common denominator in games like the ones mentioned and Fist is that they aren't trying to reinvent the genre but instead are focused on creating a very tight and polished experience. You play as Raiden. A hair in the world of Ferdisans at the core of an uprising. This is where Fist has a truly unique feel. If it was just another cyberpunk, steampunk, or dieselpunk game, it likely wouldn't have connected the way that it does. But in just the first few minutes, you already feel a sense of attachment to the little rabbit and his bear friend UrsO as they recollect about their years in the uprising sure enough the corporation has captured the lovable bear and rayton the rabbit gets pulled back into a world that he swore he was done with in a similar way to john wick urso did leave a key for the giant robotic arm that the rabbit wears known as fist and being aware that eventually rayton would be pulled back in it's the unique characters that make the world feel memorable and the story so easy to understand as each character is much more than just another faceless human You're a rabbit. Your best friend is a bear. You're going to find mice along the way who can help you on your quest. And you have a Shaolin Master Raccoon who will teach you some of his ways in the dojo. And this is just the beginning of your journey and the people you will meet. One of the most surprising things about Fist was how the story becomes much greater than you originally anticipated for just a few fuzzy animals. A large part of the story gets fleshed out during cutscenes, which not only helps build out the lore of the world, but they also look fantastic. Obviously, visually, due to it running on the PlayStation 5, they fit in with the rest of the highly detailed aesthetic, but the cinematography and the score of these cutscenes emphasize that a lot of thought was put into creating this world and everything about it. Despite being a rabbit, the controls have a more weighted and methodical feel to them and this extra weight is most notable during battles where it feels like more of a game of chess and having to decide the right time to attack as opposed to spamming buttons up close. It can be a little hard to engage enemies with flying capabilities due to the weight of the character plus the heaviness of the combat controls. I wish there were a way to attack upwards because often there is a flying enemy around or an enemy at a higher vantage point but I also wish that this game incorporated just a little bit of stealth. The game features executions but it would have been really great if you were able to sneak behind some enemies and execute them to avoid battle altogether. Despite my fond feelings for Shadow Complex, it wasn't a game without its flaws. One of the biggest annoyances with the 2009 Metroidvania was with the 2.5G environments, and sometimes enemies would be on a different dimensional plane than you, making targeting and shooting them very difficult and a lot of times frustrating. Technology has definitely changed since 2009, but Fist decides that less is more and the three-dimensional environments are used only for certain elements that heighten the experience, such as security lights that you need to avoid. There are some that go side to side, and there are others that go front to back, making the most of the 3D environment without actually making it a nuisance. The pacing in Fist is near perfect as you never feel like the game is getting stale because you're always making some type of progress. And this could be done by unlocking a new ability that allows you to access new areas that were closed off before. Or it could be getting more story or it could be another boss battle. The game feels like it has been overly play tested and knows exactly when introducing a new element is right. In just the first hour of the game, Rayton will acquire the double jump, the wall jump, and the carrot juice, which might sound like a lot, but it's only about 10-15% to of your total abilities based on the size of the skill trees. And You're also going to upgrade new combat skills, as well as find upgrades for your fist, which are much more rare than new skills and abilities. Pro Tip Fist has very good in-game tutorials for introducing you to new controls, including how it shows you the ability to dash, but what it doesn't show you is that you can dash in mid-air to make jumping to areas that are hard to reach extremely easy. Level design is also fantastic with hints of color and other items that will draw your eye to the next area that you should be going to, eliminating much of the Metroidvania headache of being lost. The game also features quite a friendly autosave system that will usually not reset much of your progress upon death. Each environment has a very distinctive feel thanks to the detailed worlds and the score that makes each area feel unique. Fist is currently a console exclusive on PlayStation with cross-buy meaning that whatever version you buy you will be entitled to the other version completely free. However, not seeing what Fist looks like on the PlayStation 4, I think it's obvious that PlayStation 5 is the place to play. The added power of the PlayStation 5 provides faster loading times as well as the game runs in native 4K 60 frames per second. Fist is also available at an indie price point, which means that it's only around $30 to $40 depending on your region and is is worth every cent for the quality and length of this game if you have any interest in metroidvanias simply put on playstation 5 Fist looks gorgeous thanks to the unreal engine 4 and the art style combination it's the little details that make all the difference in the game including the lighting and the shadows bumping pendant fixtures hanging from the ceiling will cause the light to cascade around the room in a realistic fashion that helps immerse you into this diesel punk world This doesn't feel like a game in which you're exploring levels created. Instead, with its 2.5D design, you truly feel like you're exploring a world with its high levels of detail and interactivity. When Shadow Complex released as an arcade title for the Xbox 360 back in 2009, it didn't bring much new to the Metroidvania genre. It obviously had a very nice coat of paint, but underneath the surface, it was just using the Metroidvania formula perfectly, but when the product is so refined... You don't need to reinvent the wheel for an excellent game. Shadow Complex was one of my favorite games from the Xbox 360 generation and the Xbox Live Arcade era, and I find myself constantly waiting for a remake or a reboot that scratches that itch. The bad news is that Epic is a little bit busier at the moment with other things. The great news is that Fist scratches that same itch. I can't help but think of the use of Shadow in the title is paying homage to one of the great Metroidvanias. With the amount of words available, it just can't be a coincidence. The visuals, the pacing, the audio, the characters, the combat, the exploration, the upgrades, and anything else that you could ask for in a Metroidvania is here and done very well. There are a lot of great ideas here that it will be exciting to see if Fist returns with a sequel, where the team could take a few more risks. I'll be honest, writing the review for Fist was one of the more difficult pieces of content that I've created because Fist doesn't bring much new to the Metroidvania genre. It wouldn't be a good review if I just said it's an excellent Metroidvania that greatly surpassed what I was expecting from an indie game with little hype, but that's exactly what it is. Every single aspect of this game feels honed to perfection, made with passion, and the classic Metroidvania blueprint works when all of the components are this good. That's all for the Video Games Podcast this week. If you enjoyed the show and you enjoyed the review, then please consider subscribing if you haven't already. Tell a friend and remember, as always, to be nice to your fellow gamer, but more importantly, be nice to your fellow human.